Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and I'm so excited to have you again with us today. And I'm so excited to have our guest today, Tabitha Perry. Um, And I am just excited for you guys to get to meet her and find out a little bit more about moving from disappointment to success. And so I'm going to introduce Tabitha a little bit, and then I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about herself. Tabitha encourages and equips women that are women that are wanting less chaos and to get their daily life on track. With over 15 years of experience in criminal justice system, 20 plus moves under her belt, she has a master's in social work, girl mom, wifey, and life coach. She's got advice that will make any day less stressful for women juggling the many balls in the air. She is also a professional overthinker and she's learned how to simplify her day and loves helping women create simple and small edits in their daily life so that they step into their fullest potential, which is their God-given potential. And you know something, Tabitha, small and simple sounds like it's best for me. (laughs) So welcome, (laughs) welcome, welcome to the show today. I'm so glad to have you. Oh, thank you for having me, Tiffany. Yes, it's just been an honor. So just tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself. Sure. So I like to introduce myself by sharing my personal contract. So I am Tabitha Perry, and I am a strong and courageous, bold and consistent child of God. Because I can tell you I'm a wife, I'm a life coach, all the things. But these are just some qualities that I'm not 100% all the time. But these are qualities that I love to step into and live my life from. So in addition to that, I'm also from Alaska. So I am very adventurous, um, but not like outdoorsy adventurous. I'm socially adventurous. I love (laughs) people and the people in Alaska are very unique. Usually people are like maybe running from something or to adventure. And it was just super cool growing up in Alaska and just learning how to love on people um, where they're at in life which is what got me to being a life coach um, for my social work career. I just really enjoyed working with people, but in like more specifically with women and watching them thrive. Uh, That's been such a blessing. Yes. You know, and I I actually was in social work as well. I had a bachelor's in sociology, so I did social work for years, but I worked, yeah, I worked uh, with teens and did a lot of, um, Teen pregnancy prevention, the hat last half. So yes, I've done social work as well and have that same passion for people. So that's why I'm just so glad to have you on today uh, to be able to help the listeners today because we are talking about moving from disappointment to success. And you know, many have worked hard for what they believe in and sometimes they didn't see the results that they had expected. 
And one, you had also stated that that it happened to you as well at one point in life. So how can the listeners, you know, move from disappointment from not getting what they expected? What is some advice you would give to them? Right. So with my scenario, many women, especially Christian women dream of being a stay at home mom. Like that's the ultimate goal, (laughs) right? Like you just like, you think that it's going to be all these things. Well, I became a stay at home mom and was very disappointed. Like I had worked hard in my career and I was, you know, kind of retiring. I'm going to move into raising babies. And I realized that my expectation of getting my, being able to use my strengths um, in this particular area, like it wasn't what God had for me. Like I had planned on this, but I hadn't brought God along in on it. <laughs> so my disappointment, like really kind of stemmed from like, not even bringing God like into this and just thinking like, this is just what you do. Like you raise your babies, but thankfully God was able to like expand my mind, give me creativity and help me realize that I could be a mom and I can work. Most of the time I volunteered, but I was able to take that disappointment and like reframe it into like, well, how can I make this work? I'm I'm here. This is what I've got going on. Like I'm in this situation. How can I make the best of it? Wow. Yes, that is, that is so good. And, you know, I know a lot of listeners that are listening today can relate to that, you know, because, you know, I was just sitting here thinking we always have a lot of things that we expect to happen. And we think when we do something, it's going to go one way and it totally doesn't go that way. So (laughs) you have to learn how to revamp. (laughs) Yes. Or it goes exactly the way you planned, but it's not the result that you wanted, right? right? Like I got exactly what I wanted. And then I realized, Oh, that that's not what I need though. And there's a difference between that want and that need. And then I just love too how God's like, all right, you ready? You ready for me to step in? You know? <laughs> I've been waiting a long time for you to re- be ready for me to step in. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> that's cool. Yes. But you know, in your opinion, you know, what's the worst thing everyone does that sabotages their success? Yeah. So Um, I think getting distracted. So when I realized, okay, wow, I, I get to be at home with my girls. I really want this, but I also want to be using the skills that God's given me on loving on women. Um, where do I start? And so I needed to stay focused on getting answers. So I started going to coffee with women and just asking them, how did you balance what your goals were? Right. Mm -hmm. So the thing that happened that discouraged me and stopped me from doing that was I got distracted. I just felt like I I needed to just to stay put and not necessarily like take action. And so I think the one thing that can prevent people from moving into success when they're in disappointment is just not taking action. You know, it's, we can feel scared, like, oh, I don't know what the next step is, but Mm -hmm. action creates clarity. And so when you just take one step, like just ask that one person out for coffee, that seems like they're just a step ahead of you in this area that will help you reframe those thoughts. Because most of the time when we're disappointed, it it's all in our mind, like everything else, every circumstance is neutral. It's the meaning that we put onto it. And so being able to reframe it and move forward is just so important. Yeah. And that is so true. And it's when you, when you talked about that, I thought about that, just taking that one step, sometimes that can be the most challenging thing to be able to take that one step. But if you take that one step, it'll encourage you to take the next step and the next step, because even in that one step, you see progress, you know, you see that you've stepped out 
um, and done something more than what you would have already done. Yes. And I literally had to start small and simple. So I, I knew of a couple gals that I like admired and like, how did they figure out how to like raise kids as well as like work? And so I just, I got their number, which was hard, but that was the first <laughs> step. And then I texted them and kind of just, you know, checked in with them, kind of verified their interest level and in being my friend. And then I asked them to coffee. So I really just allowed myself these simple little steps to work up to sometimes, you know, having coffee with someone can be really intimidating, especially if they, they're just kind of further along in life than mm -hmm. you are. Mm -hmm. That is so true. But just being able to understand that that'll be a help to you along the process it'll take you a long way and it'll get you encouraged. It'll basically encourage yourself that you can go forward and you can do it. And so I want to encourage the listeners today, like she said, Tabitha was telling us to take that first step. And when you take that first step, it doesn't have to be overwhelming because a lot of us already have so many things that we are bombarded with on a daily basis. And so you have to take those bite-sized pieces of movement until you see the whole picture of what you're trying to accomplish. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. you know, I, I just, I, I just, I have been, uh, in the beginning, I would always try to take things. I'm going to do everything at one time. I'm going to try to get it done, get it done, get it done. But always I've learned that anything that I've accomplished and it got completed was because I started small and gave myself leeway to be able to grow into it versus trying to do everything at one time. Do you agree with that, Tabitha? Yeah, and, and that's so true. Many times, especially when it's like December 31st and we're thinking about <laughs> goals and we're like, we're going to lose the weight and we're going to do the quiet time and we're going to, you know, be on this, you know, board and we're going to accomplish this project and we're going to read 20 books this yeah. year, you know, and it's like, well, why shouldn't I be able to do them all? And you know what, you, you can but not all at the same time. Like our brain it has is not equipped to do all of the things that we think that it should. You know, we, we mm -hmm. get on our phone, we get on the computers and we see how fast information goes and, and how fast everything is. But we are human. We have to be kind to ourselves and know that we only have a certain amount of energy. Yes. <laughs> to be able to preserve the energy for the things that are important, which usually means working on one thing at a time. Now, the benefit of working on one thing at a time and like really putting effort into it is that it usually has a ripple effect that other areas of your life benefit from it. And so to know that maybe you're not necessarily working on three of those main goals at the same time, but you're working on one and you're building that self-discipline that will help you with those other goals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And with starting with that one thing, what is one thing everyone should do um, in order to start creating order in their life? What would be the one thing you recommend? Well, what I would say is building trust with yourself. If you don't follow through with yourself, you don't have integrity with yourself. And that's kind of that's a hard true. thing yeah. to, um, to think about, right? Like mm -hmm. you wouldn't stand up a friend for coffee. You wouldn't you know, say you're going to do something and then not show up. But we do that to ourselves all the time, all the time. Yeah. And that creates chaos because we aren't following through with what we say. And so that's hurting our relationship with ourselves. So I think it's so important to, again, start small. So that way you build up that trust with yourself. And really, if you say you're going to do three things that day, 
do the three things. If you realize, you know what, it would be better if I just did like committed to one thing at a time, then do that. But just be kind to yourself. And when you say you're going to do something, whether it's for someone else or for yourself, do it. That's great advice because a lot of times I, I was just sharing with someone, I said, you know, we get in this uh, routine where we're always constantly giving to others, but we forget about ourselves and providing self-care. And that is so important because like you said, we should value ourselves as well. Yeah, because chaos can happen in so many different ways. And a lot of it has to do in our mind, right? A lot of external things can be chaotic, but if you've got a good mindset, you can handle it. So it all starts in your mind. So when you, again, follow through with what you say you're going to do, you your brain can start trusting you. And it doesn't have that cognitive dissonance of having two competing thoughts, which is super exhausting. <laughs> You need to say that again, Tabitha. That was amazing. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking about what you said. Could you say that one more time for the listeners? Sure. So <laughs> in order to create order in your brain, you have to be able to say what you're, you know, do what you do, what you <laughs> say you're going to do, mm -hmm. because our brain creates chaos when we have two competing thoughts, mm. That's cognitive dissonance. And that can really, that can cause anxiety and depression. And that creates more chaos in our life. So being able to decide on something and doing it will create that order. Right. That is, that is so great. That's great advice, listeners. You know, even what you were saying that, and I was going to ask you, why do you think many Christians aren't living up to their fullest potential? But you just answered that um, in, a, in, the, in this question that I had just asked before. But could you elaborate on that a little more? Sure. Well, many Christians, they, they're wanting to be obedient to the Lord, right? They're wanting to do what the Lord wants. However, many times they have their own version of what they want to do, and that can create chaos and that creates limiting beliefs. And then they don't have the confidence to move forward with the things that they're wanting to do. And so it's so important, I believe, for Christian women to really know whose they are mm -hmm. and who they are. So mm -hmm. that way they can use God's power as well as the strengths that he has given them to move forward. So that way they don't feel like anything or anyone is holding them back. That is so true. And, you know, one of the things, Tabitha, that I've known is that in order to get to know who you are in crisis, you have to spend that time with him. You have to have that relationship with him. You have to have that time in prayer. And I noticed the more that we stray away from him, the less confident we are in our abilities and we're less likely to fulfill our potential because we step away from who God is on the inside of us. Yes. And that is so true. The more that we get to know God, the more we understand his son, who we were created in the image of, mm -hmm. right? And so mm -hmm. the scripture, God has not given us a spirit of fear, um, but a power, love and sound mind. And so being able to know that we were created to be powerful to be loving and to have a sound mind, which also means self-disciplined. Mm -hmm. That is when we can really step into our fullest God-given potential and do the things that he's asking us to do because God is not a, a boring God. No. Like he is an exciting God <laughs> that wants us to do crazy things that are outside of our comfort zone. But many Christians want to stay comfortable because they think, well, <laughs> comfort means order, right? Uh -huh. There is a little bit of chaos when you step outside of your comfort zone, but that's healthy chaos. 
Yes, yes. And, and and it causes you to have to step out in faith, you know, and when you when you're in your comfort zone, you can never experience the rewards of faith when you have that faith and see God do things that you didn't even think that he would be able to do. But when you step out of your comfort zone, like you said, and have faith and trust God, you will surprise ourselves about the God that lives on the inside of us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, so this is so good. So how can um one, you know, how can one start to create their ideal life without becoming overwhelmed? Mm -hmm. It really goes back to those simple little edits. And the reason that I call them edits is a lot of times we get caught up in our mind when we say changes, right? Like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, I have to make changes. It's like has such a negative connotation. It also makes us think that what we have right now isn't good enough, that it's bad. Whereas an edit just seems like, oh, it's just kind of tweaking it. It's just kind of modifying it because mm -hmm. God didn't make anything bad, right? Like we mm -hmm. are good the way that he made us. However, there are ways that we can always be developing ourselves and leaning into him and developing our strengths. So taking small little steps, creating those little edits in our life, those little tweaks and modifications, right? Like, what are you listening to? What are you watching? When are you going to bed? When are you waking up? Who are you surrounding yourself with? All these little things that we can tweak and edit in our life are going to help us step into our fullest potential. And I love the way you said that it's just little edits. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because to tweaking. be able to, yeah, to do anything more is overwhelming. Right. Mm -hmm. And we do it to ourselves because we, we think we see other people doing that. And if they are taking big steps, it's probably because they've built that self-trust. They built that self-discipline and have worked up to that. But that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we need to live our life like that. And we need to know exactly where our personalities, what season of life we're in and what, you know, little edit that we can actually handle. So we do what we say we're going to do. That's so true. And I'll give you an example. And this is funny, listen, and I was thinking about this, you know, I would never, people would say, you know, sometimes you need to take a nap. You do so much, you know, you just need to take a nap. And I would never take a nap, just working, 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 getting things done, you know, trying to get this done. This I, don't, I would tell people, I don't have time for a nap. Nap is not in my vocabulary. You know, I just have to, you know, keep going because I have so many responsibilities. Uh, but recently, probably last couple of months, it's like I get up in the middle of the night, the Lord is waking me up and I'm having to write and do different things. And so now by the time I'm finished, you know, because it'll be about 435 in the morning. And by the time I'm finished, I'm like really tired and it's easy. I said, I'm going to take a nap because <laughs> I have worked out the day before and I don't want, I want to make sure that I'm healthy so that I can be the best person that I can be. And so I had to accept that you have to take care of yourself. And that little edit for me was realizing, you know, when you don't have enough rest, you have to make up for that so that you can be your best and be productive. It's so true. And in ex uh, accidents, in Genesis, when God created everything, right? It's mm -hmm. seven days. The seventh day literally is rest. And God is a God of order, not of chaos. And he literally put it in his orderly way of creation that we are supposed to rest like an entire day. It wasn't a fraction of it. It was an entire day because he knew us humans would need that. But we think that we don't. Exactly. Naps are important. So I just want to validate that, Tiffany, that you taking a nap is being godly. <laughs> because here's the thing, too. Jesus took naps. 
He went away on his own. He went and prayed. He got up early in the morning. He stayed up late. He needed to be able to rest his body because he was human as mm -hmm. well as God. Mm -hmm. And he also, he could have healed more people. He could have spoke more. He could have taught more, but he chose to rest because as humans, that is what we need to do. We only have a certain amount of energy. So if Jesus Christ literally <laughs> took naps, right. And didn't do all the things every single day, I think we can give ourselves permission at times to rest and slow down and realize that God's in charge of it all. Anyways, exactly. a lot of times we just try to control things by doing it all, but really we're just exhausting ourselves and God's not able to use an exhausted person. That's right. That's right. And what benefit can we be for those that we are supposed to help? And that's one, one thing the Lord had to deal with me with. You have to take time for yourself. You have to rest. Uh, you can't even be effective in the goals that you have. You won't be 100% if you don't have the rest. So it takes that. So it took that little edit for me to understand mm -hmm. that in order to be my best, like you said, let God do it and let him take over. We do our part and trust him that he's going to take the rest. So that is that is great advice. We have to be able to do that. So listeners, you know, I want to encourage you that if you feel like you're just overwhelmed and you're doing too many things, then trust in God. Allow him to, the Bible says, cast your cares upon him for he cares for you. And he truly does care for you. And so when we understand that he cares for us, then he will allow us to be able to be at a place where we're able to rest in him and trust that he has his best interest in store for us. And so be encouraged with that. But, you know, Tabitha, one other thing that I wanted to ask you is that what have you found that distracts people? from most accomplishing their goals? Um, you know, overall, there's lots of reasons, right? Mm -hmm. What I think distracts women the most specifically mm -hmm. are limiting beliefs. These beliefs, and I actually, I call them shiny squirrels, right? They're, they're distractions, but we can have internal shiny squirrels and external shiny squirrels. And these internal shiny squirrels are these limiting beliefs that really hold us back in life. And so mm -hmm. I think that it's so true, like important for women to realize what they're saying to themselves, like mm -hmm. what, what's going on in your mind on a daily basis when you do a great job, when you have a, like when you're in a challenge and being able to rewire your brain and reframe these thoughts and start speaking kindly to ourselves. So that way we are able to like fully do the things that we need to do and not feel so limited. And you know, you, you opened up a can of rooms, but how can you start the process of that being able to um, do that with yourself? Well, therapy is a really good way. <laughs> yes. That's how I've addressed a lot of my stuff as well as having a coach, right? Mm -hmm. Someone mm -hmm. to kind of bounce ideas off of, um, a friend that you feel safe and like sharing things with not all of our friends, we feel comfortable sharing our deepest like thoughts with, but someone who gets you be like, Hey, I've noticed that I, you know, call myself stupid a lot or think mm -hmm. that I'm incapable or mm -hmm. whatever the challenging thought is. And, you know, that's distracting them from living the life that they want, like have them, um, seek out people to love on them and to speak truth to them. And then honestly too, like if you're not willing to kind of talk to someone else, go on Pinterest or like look up on Google, 
like thinking errors. And I was shocked at half of the thoughts that I thought were thinking errors, these thoughts that aren't true. And then actually really distracted me and held me back from doing the things that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Those are great tips and listeners, you know, you know, I didn't even think about that to be able to go online and be able to do that and counseling. And I want to say this counseling, life coaching, you know, that's a support, you know, I have a life coaching business. I do that, but I still have a coach, you know, because we all need someone that's in our corner. We need somebody that's going to cheer us on and support us. Yes, we have God, we have Jesus Christ, but he put physical people on the earth as well to be able to be an encourager. And you want to get an environment where people are celebrating the gift in you and not taking away from the gift of God that is within you. And if it's going to get counseling or going to get therapy, there's no nothing wrong with the Christian getting therapy. That's why God put therapists on the earth. Mm -hmm. You know, we should be able to do it. Yes, Jesus did it on the cross, but he also sent those that he equipped and gifted to be able to help us. And so we shouldn't shy away from therapy or counseling, even in the Christian faith. You agree with that, Tabitha? Oh, completely, (laughs) completely. Because God doesn't want us to do things on our own, right? Mm -hmm. And we could pray for our anxiety and our depression to be healed. And I've received a lot of healing just from prayer, but I've also received it because I took action and I got help and I had a coach and I had a therapist and I did my journaling. I did my prayer. Like I did the work kind of goes back to the theme we were talking about. Like God wants us to continue moving forward, but also like seeking him in it. And so sometimes Sometimes there's miraculous healing, but other times he wants us to step out in faith and be vulnerable and transparent about what's going on in our life. Wow. You know, that last part, sometimes he wants us to be vulnerable. You know, nobody wants to be vulnerable, you know, but that's <laughs> a part scary. of it. That, yeah. But you know what? That's a part of something that we have to think, is it really a pride issue? Because we should be yeah. willing to go through to get the healing process no matter what. You know, because God can heal supernaturally, but he also puts people that are on the earth to be able to bring that healing as well. And so we should be able to accept that or willing to acknowledge it and consider it. So I I just thank you so much today, Tabitha, for being on the show. But would you pray for those that are listening today that they will be able to move forward from disappointment to success? Because I know there's a lot of listeners that feel like Um, They've disappointed God. They disappointed themselves. They may have disappointed their mate in marriage. You know, they may have been may have disappointed uh, others on their job or disappointed their children. There's so many disappointments that are out there. So would you just pray for those uh, on that are listening today? Absolutely. Uh, Lord God, thank you so much for this beautiful day. And Lord, for the speaker that, or for the listener right now that is listening to this, this is not an accident that they are listening to this particular episode. Lord, I pray supernatural blessings and healing over their mind, their body, their soul. And Lord, I just pray for anyone who's experiencing disappointment, that they look to you for their healing, that for their comfort, Lord, but they also look to the community around them of people who want to love and encourage them. Lord, I pray that people know whose they are, that they understand who you are, as well as who they are, what their strengths are, Lord, their beliefs and their values. I just ask, Lord, that you 
comfort those that are sad and Lord, help them to know that they are exactly where they need to be to write out those emotions. Don't stuff them, experience those emotions. Those are the amazing things that you've gifted us, Lord, of being able to experience those emotions, Lord. And I just pray that they are able to continue moving forward and take action so they get clarity. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And thank you so much again, Tabitha. You have given us such good spiritual nuggets on today. And I know that the listeners will truly be blessed. But I also want to get a little bit more information about how the listeners can get in contact with you. Would you let them know how they could get in contact with you? Absolutely. Well, you can find me on social media on Facebook, as well as Instagram, Tabitha Perry Life Coach. And you can find me online at TabithaPerry.coach. All right, listeners, and I'll actually have her information in the notes of this episode so that you can just click on the link and be able to go directly to her. So until next time, God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.